One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Dave or Fad McCarthy and this Fad Sigadian Fad Crayle Shaw are born and guardian in Marna and Ali and here and here and the Tommy because Lolita Kiaha Wilshiver Fad. Do you know what you're talking about? This is a Cora Cordial. Cora Cordial. Oscar. Lolita's Moyo, the Tommy is Kundanamigs, Hector's Kundanamikoma. We were talking about Irish and it was funny about, about I gave you the Quisach, the word Quisach. Mm. Oh, I've a great word for you. Can I interrupt you? Yes. A great word. Uh, this would be a, a word from west of here now. It's to describe an oaf, a kind of a large... Like a ludramon. Kind of like that, a, a, a large-ish, useless, awkward... Amadon. Uh, yes, it's a beautiful word. To describe. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Lebeja. Oh, Lebeja, yeah. Lebeja. My mother used to use that word all Get the time. Get out your Lebeja. Yeah, it's a Lebeja. beautiful word. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? I, and and I, lo- I use the word blackguard all the time. Yeah. Is Lebeja is a I love blackguard. My boys know when I call them a blackguard, but you lay out your Lebeja. So yesterday, or the other day on the podcast, we are talking about Irish and Cuisach and the way we can, if you open your mind to Irish, you will get it. Yesterday, this happened on the road in Connemara and you're going to hear Connemara Irish in full flight oh, yes. and you will not hear the likes of this on the streets in Compton. Of Iran. Uh, in LA or in a fight breaking out in Royal Ascot <laughs> in, in the in the enclosure with too much champagne and Charlie up their nose have a listen to this fight that happened uh, 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 this lingual Irish fight in Connemara yesterday fuck a level on man show overtake it to my corner you overtake I'm sure overtake a fuck a lot of yellow first of overtake yes I'm so what did he do? Pass him out in the oh, corner? Isn't oh, that, fuck, that's fantastic. No, no, that. Fuck all. Fuck all <laughs> that. 
And then, Kehuhain. Kehuhain. Who the fuck are you? Kehuhain. 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 Isn't that, doesn't that show you, like, who are you and what blood are you? What family are you? Kehuhain. You wouldn't hear that in the fucking, in the plains of Ontario with the, surrounded by the Comanches. Kehuhain. Kehuhain. Imagine you bring him in. Kehuhain. What is not that beautiful? Isn't that that? Overtake all. Yeah. Shove that camera up your hole. <laughs> so, so we had Kwisak, but the new one is that. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. Beautiful, isn't it? Connemara. Yeah, yeah. That is high-graded, high-grade Connemara cursing. Would either of you like to drastically change your lives? Drastically change your life? Yeah. In what way? Like, if Would you like to change your life? Yeah. Would you like to do something completely different? Like, oh, we were just talking about the lottery. That is another way if of you, saying it, Hector, yes. yes. <laughs> Drastically you, change your life. Yeah. Do something different. Yeah. Be Not physically, so- I, I presume you don't mean like get fucking, you know, cheek implants or... Whatever you, know. you want. I just, I just have a sense myself of this, this adventure into uh, central heating and uh, paying the mortgage. It's only going to get me so far. So what um, do you think you could do to drastically change your life? I I think I'd I'd have to do something like, uh, without saying anything to Yvonne or the children, sell the house. <laughs> <laughs> what? And then Surprise. put everything into suitcases. Nobody put everything in suitcases. And ring clad accounts. I would just, what I'd do is I would say nothing. And I would just come into the house sprinting and as if there's a... So they're all in the house watching telly or... or yeah, or, doing their own thing. Yeah. And I would say, we've, we've six minutes! Just grab something, let's go! I like that. As if the, if the house is on fire. And they'd be, what, what, what? Just grab, grab a dress or some trousers. We've got to be five minutes. Yeah. And then they... And I, the more I panicked, the more they believed me that something was going on. And then I just... They'd all be standing out in the front and they'd say, what, what, what? And I'd say, here come the new owners. <laughs> and give them a caravan that you're going to drive around Ireland like, That would be complete chaos. But it would be chaos. What would you yeah. bring with you? Well, see, I, I don't know, but there is a thing um, of if you're Indian, not if you're Indian in Ballyhawness now, uh, but if you're Indian in India, yes. where uh, once your family duties, your responsibilities and your obligations, which some people say never actually fucking end. Yeah, they don't, I'd say. I'm not talking to you, Lucy. I'm talking to Andrew. Okay. <laughs> what? Um, that they say once that is done, you're uh, you're free you're free to to head off into yes. the world. Yeah. And you'd often hear the story of uh, an Indian man in his sixties. All the kids are reared. Uh, the hut is paid for, and he just says, "Okay, now Indians have the weather. They have the weather for wandering. The weather to do it." Um, but but just, you're mad for wandering, like yeah, you but won't that's, be happy that's until the wandering you're eye, The wandering eye is a great eye. You won't yeah. be happy until you're gone off wandering. Yeah, that's okay though. And because well, do you think you'd be able to put what you want in a backpack and head off? Oh yeah, like everything that you need. Lisa, all I need is a stick to bait dogs yeah. and keep horny women away from me. Yes, and uh, thorny bush. You'd need a thorny bush for that. <laughs> Get back! Oh yeah, I tell you, when Get it, back! If you. Uh, uh, I think most men can you can you can handle a horny woman in her twenties and in her thirties, but once I don't know if you've ever had if once a randy woman in her forties. Well, even that's okay, but once they hit fifty, Rita, they are fucking reckless. They just you just have need sticks to bait them away. They, they don't show give you a fuck. Your body you don't even know you have. Yeah, it's like a fella in a casino 
who they've lost Everton and they just they, they push, all on number seven. They, they push the rest of the chips in all in. I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. Welcome um, back now. Um, uh, what was I talking about? No, anyway, no, it's, I, it's, I need a stick. I need a stick. I need a pair of open-toed sandals and a bottle of links. And the reason for the open-toed sandals is because there's no point in bringing socks because you only have to wash them. So open-toed sandals, you could dip your feet in streams. Uh, and Jeez, then, and did then, you ever think of becoming Jesus or anything? And like then, it? and then, I'd like to uh, extend. I'd give the wife a rake of cash, like. Oh, see, I'm so 60. you stole the house. Oh, and you'd leave her and then... No, 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 no. I give it. What I do? All the kids are following behind. They've no, sold the, kids, the house. No, the kids are, sold the house. You've a bucket the, of money. No, and hang on. The kids no are, plan. The kids are eighteen and, and up. So right. the, the, your your work is done. Even though a lot of people say that your work is never done, but I would consider your work is done then. And um, I'd sell the house and clear the mortgage. Yes, and I'd then, have a wad of cash in your pocket. No, I wouldn't. Twenties and fifties. No, I'd give Yvonne half a million. In cash, right. yes. <laughs> and what would you say to her? You feed us now for the next. No, I would say, road. sweetheart, I'm walking west. Please come with me. But if you just want to visit me, here's half a million. Yeah. Well, I, just <laughs> well, if Yvonne is listening, Yvonne, go now and, and wait for the so, cash. So to what come. Yvonne could do, do is not wait until Yvonne, the kids are Yvonne eating. Could, Yvonne could be out in the Connemara coast in the hot tub <laughs> as Tommy walks by like Saint like Saint Patrick, and she'd wave. Yeah. And then, I'll see you in Clifton in yeah. a three day. Yeah. See, we are we are all pigeonholed into these boxes of the same old, same old. Same. Imagine that of just saying, right, sell up. Sell the lot and we're off. But for, for and complete... going on a standby flight from Dublin Airport, standing in the middle of Terminal 1 with a wad of cash, the kids are grand, and you're going, where the fuck are we going? Well, that's one way, but I, I want a completely non-economical. You don't want Dublin Airport. You I don't want, want to take I, I want the road. So you just want Ireland then? The road. And, but what, see, Do you not want the road you, to Bangkok and to a spiritual oh, monastery? Yeah. Yes. Way up in the mountains sure of a, Chiang Mai. I know, but sure there's, there's a Tibetan monastery in Cavan. Do you not, in Jampaling. Do you not want to be in the Jampaling. outback of Australia? Of course with the I do. Originals. You're not going to get there, Tommy, by walking. Yes, you will. You, you have I to would just go. Flights. I would just go and whatever happens, happens. So, so you could end up in San Diego or you could end up in Stranmilis. Yeah, you could end up in Middleton or, or Mumbai. Or Mumbai, you just go walking. But I want to ask you a question, Rita. Would half a million in cash be enough for you? For how long? For the rest of your life. Would it fuck? What? If you had it in cash, you'd spend it a lot quicker. A half a million in cash. Do you ever see a half a million? <laughs> have you ever seen half a million in cash in a no. plastic bag? Well, it's a lot of money. In well, a plastic it's, bag. It's, it's a, in black a, a super reference. value. No, no, no hold alls. We're not, we're not trying to rob anyway. It's an, you How long would money. it last? Half a million in cash. How long would it last? Half a million so, in cash. So hang on, are you saying to me that, that's, that that wouldn't be enough for you? No, it would fuck be enough for you for the rest of your life. And you're travelling around everywhere and anywhere and you have to... Rita, you're only spending no, 20 or 30 I'm, quid for dinner that day in Supervalue. I'm giving you freedom. I'm giving you half a million in cash. Yeah, but you, the more no freedom debt. you have, the more cash you're going to spend. Why is she not happy with half a million? Half Hector? a million no, euro in cash. For the rest of my life. Into your hand. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm also not stopping you from getting a job. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just travelling around the world with half a million in cash for the rest of my life. She'd have it spent in... 
Hector, Hector, I might take you instead. <laughs> I, I, I've been in places like the San Blas Islands in Panama oh, where you can live for ki- like that. a king for $20 a week. We can have a very short show, Hector, by you telling us all the places you haven't been. <laughs> been yeah, exactly. No, but to have <laughs> a million, if cash. you had half a million cash ah, yes. travelling the world, you'd live like a ki- queen for years. Yeah, but not for all your life. You'd well, be... it depended on how long. But I'm talking about going out the you road could... and ha- personally having no money and just having a bowl where, and if you're hungry, you stand outside the shop, and and kids come out and they drop a, a, a drop an ice pop. Or no, no, that's what I'm talking Tommy, about. Tommy, that, that's romantic. That it's, yes, it's, it's mad. But like, if you wanted, you're on about. Does anyone want to drastically change, change their life? So that's how I. So do you want, do you want to drastically change your life? Ah, oh, sometimes I say, um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, know. I, I don't know. Maybe we're all just in these little pigeonhole things that were just my sister drastically changed her life last weekend she did she and moved. she it was just like you said there it was like somebody came in the middle of the night kidnapped them take took them away and i arrived at their house yesterday and everything that they they own is still in the house that's a drastic change do they drastically change their life or are no, they, they haven't or done. are they doing the same thing in a different place exactly the same thing the kids were at the park yesterday they were at the aquarium right. they live in a nice house you do you know what i mean I, that's not drastic i'd change. up the whole lot i'd say to him in one morning at 20 instead of get, Get, get up, school, uniform, where's your tie? Right, everyone, get into the car. We're going to Dublin Airport and then we're flying to Alaska. And then when we land in Fairbanks, we have a guy called Roger in a Jeep who's going to take us 11 hours into the mountains. And there I will show them the little log cabin that I've bought. And <laughs> we're going to live there because it's beside a river where we're going to sluice for gold. I would love to fucking try and find gold. And Dipna could homeschool them. Yes. Have you have you run this by Dipna? No, I haven't told her. And I would then, once I have my base and I have my first piece of machinery, I would then ring lads that I know around Clive, obviously, Clive, and yeah. then other lads would have to, to come out and work the heavy plant machinery. And I'd buy one digger and then one excavator and then I'd save enough for another excavator and a bigger digger. And then after a while, I'd have 40 lads working on one of the biggest gold nugget mines in Alaska. <laughs> And that would be a dream for me where I, I met a lad in Dublin airport and we were, you know, we were, we were gone through on the other side. I think we were sitting in Butler's coffee shop on the far side and people were milling around getting aftershave and people all smelling good. Can you tell the difference between different coffee shops? I, 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 the, the coffee in them? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you like Butler's? I like Butler's when I'm in the far side and it's all done and we're nearly okay. ready to go. We haven't a clue where the gate is. And we're just the far side. And would you have a chocolate every time? No, I would give the chocolate. What I do in Butler's Chocolate Things, I say, can you leave that for the next person? Which is a really nice touch to do. I often do that in a coffee shop. I'll buy an extra coffee and I'll say the next person that comes to the counter. What? That's a nice thing to do. Pass it on, it's called. Passing it on. That's nice. Yeah, that's a nice thing to do. I, but I've never gone into a coffee shop and got a free coffee. And the fella said... Uh, well, the, I've been the, in the, the apple green. The man, ahead, the man ahead of you left a cup for you. <laughs> No, sorry, the person, the last customer has just bought a free coffee and you're the next person in the queue. Uh, the thing about it is, Tommy... Could you do that like in the pharmacy? Like get them a... Just leave a tooth, pan. Like leave a toothbrush behind the counter. Or say, where's me Valium? And then oh. say... Or buy two books in Eason's. And That'd leave, be nice. A Claire Keegan selection of short stories for the next person. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah. May have pinch you across the fields to me box. <laughs> Um, so anyway, you, you would like to be a, a gold prospector. If I could lock, stock and barrel, I sat in Dublin Airport in Butler's Coffee Shop and a, this lad came up and he was there. I could see him saying, how are you? And this is a good few years ago. And he had a jacket you on You could him. see him say, how are you? You couldn't. <laughs> could I you could, hear him as I well? I could see him and he was there giving me the owl. How are you, Hector? Hector. 
And I knew by the cut of him, he had this outdoor jacket and it sort of like, wasn't Yamaha written on it, it was steel or something like that, Volvo. And then I knew by the cut of him, he was working with big machinery. And then I went, oh, he came over to me, he goes, are you, are you travelling? I said, yeah, we are, we're out to Africa for a couple of weeks doing a show. Where are you going? I'm going back up to northern Canada. And then I said, sit down here for a second. I says, where are you from? He says, I'm from Leithrum. And I says, I left the wife, I'm on for six months on and six months off. And I'm going out. And I said, what do you do? I work in a diamond mine in northern Canada. And I said, what do you do? I said, I'm, I'm working a machine. There's only about three or four of these machines in the world. One of the biggest excavators there of all time. And I was like, just, my, my jaw dropped. And I went, fuck, what do you do? I do six months on and six months off. Sometimes there's no darkness for four months. We're living in prefabs, 4,000 miles above in the, in the Arctic Circle. And I said, fuck you, wow. isn't that amazing? Yeah. He said goodbye yeah. to the family. That's what I want. I want that extremity. And I've only ever felt that extremity in a few places, Africa, Australia, but especially in northern Canada and the Yukon. I would love, that would be my dream. And I mean this. To, to be living in a log cabin, sluicing, the family be well. They'd all have long hair at that stage. They'd be like a lashkin. Dip out of fucking sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be no hairdressers, no nails, no nothing. Yeah. It would be, but we would be And warm. would you live there all year round? Oh yeah, but as you see, we'd celebrate the summer because the summer would start once that summer, that once a load the, of midges in the summer. It's, it's big midge country. Once the start howling then and that Alaskan <laughs> summer. I have a shotgun inside the door and we would be sluicing gold. It'd be tough, hard work, but the payback, Lorita, when you'd be bringing your gold bullion dealer in Toronto or Vancouver, the payback on my satellite phone. To no, that's not the payback, Hector. That's that, the payback. No, that's not the I've payback. Got 36 kilos. No, 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 that's not the payback. The payback is to be a man in your 50s and 60s and 70s with a glint in your eye. <laughs> Jesus, that's Christ. the payback. Tommy, you're fucking getting That's the payback. Now. It doesn't matter what yeah. you have to do to get it there. Yeah. But if the glint, if, you, if you're if you 63 yeah. and you've no glint, and you've no glint, I'd say you may hand them eyes back to the optician. And Imagine coming out of the cabin ones. in the morning and it's just that beautiful pine forest, sunshine and fucking mother nature. And you're going out to... F- I'm talking to all the men listening to the podcast now. Are we living the lives we want to be living? That's a good question. Are Put it we, out there, Tommy. Do you uh, are we, we live, living the life? Are this, we dreaming enough? This section isn't for you, Larissa, okay? Okay, <laughs> yes, turn my mic off. This is... Yeah, it's are, the men. Are we living the lives we want to be living? When, when you see a man and you meet a man who has a glint in his eye, yes. it is almost like... It's, 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 been, it's been rejuvenated. He passes you the power. He says, there is hope. There is adventure. There is mischief. There is just life. The life force. But are we living the life we want to be? <laughs> whose life is this? Sure, who's stopping you from living it? Oh, there she is again. She's so defensive and argumentative. <laughs> no, no, but society makes us live a certain life. Yes. Society uh, does. How many people are really happy in the life they lead? Some people are. A lot of people are. Yes. But not. But how many people are really unhappy and in a way into that little area that they've gone into and they can't get out of there and they're suffocating? They're suffocating. There's no glint in the eye. No. And they've lost their charisma and they've lost their spark. And there's another 15 years left in the mortgage. (laughs) There's no way out. Yeah. Like, how hard is it to start a new life? Well, we're not talking about... uh, You're encouraging people now to leave their lives. No, I'm not. But I'm always saying to just say, there's no problem in dreaming. There's nothing wrong with me dreaming. I've I've, I've, I've broached the subject about moving to Alaska, to Alaska with my missus, and she laughs. But at the back of it, I go at the drop of a hat. Yeah, don't give up, Hector. Do not give up. 
you break is, her down. Which has yeah, all like come out. Which has come out to visit. Well, it would take me a while to get there now because I'd have to get a. I'd walk as far as Clifton and I'd have to get a boat <laughs> then to Newfoundland. But that would be my dream: a log cabin in Alaska, sluicing for gold with all my mates and a few boys. Imagine calling. So you'd on bring some, Clive as well. Clive would have to be there, be in charge of all machinery. But imagine ringing a lad from Feathered, who I've never heard, and I just put it up on on Gumtree or one of these, going looking for JCB <laughs> drivers to sluice gold with me on a brand new project in Alaska. <laughs> And then a guy from Feathered Rings called John Mannion. <laughs> Dear Hector, my name is John Mannion. I split up from the way four years ago. I'm living on my own in Clonmel in a bungalow. Gotta get out of here. With four other Polish lads. <laughs> my head is melted. I like the racing. I met you once at Clonmel races. I like a pint of cider. I've been driving JCBs for 37 years. I know every inch of them. Would you give me a job? And I go... You're on the flight. Oh, wow. <laughs> that'd be, no, that's that is exciting. 37 exciting. years driving JCBs. But you see, we are plant men. We are stone people. We are great people in this country for construction and excavation. And I want to take that to the next level because we're not allowed really dig for gold in this country. I mean, if, I had, if I had my way, I would dig the hole out of Crow Patrick. I would go underneath it. I'd have a five mile shaft underneath it. We're taking 100 tons a day out of the arse of Crow Patrick. That's, what's, that's, that's, that's what I'd be at. But digging why though? Why, what would you do with the well, gold? Yeah, gold, man, gold. Is it's it one the, of the great. Is it the digging that you want, or is it the gold? Is it the money? Is it's no. Is it? What happens is when you when you get to gold, when you get to gold, you get gold fever. And I haven't got it yet, but I have. I had a, a slice of it when I was in the Yukon because I saw the way they smelt it, and I saw this guy with gold, and I saw the way they produced it, and I was. You've in, been hypnotized by it. Yeah, have you? they call it gold fever. It's have, it's an yeah. absolute. You get gold fever. You get bug. You get a bug. A bug for gold. I like. I like the idea of digging ground and finding what's under the ground hidden gold is laughing at us sneering at us every day you won't fucking find me Is the gar- have you the garden dug up in Clare Goldway looking for gold <laughs> there's water there that's about it but it's the same with fucking Aussie gold diggers there's a hundred million shows of these people are fascinated would you like to have your Gems. own what television show then to, over there I could do you could you could do a reality show yeah called Irish gold diggers abroad abroad <laughs> in Canada <laughs> do you do you have the thing about uh uh Changing your life is there about? Is it too late to change your life? Do is you it too thing? late to change it? Yeah, or do you want to drastically change it? Like, <coughs> do you, like, do you sometimes find yourself in routines and rhythms with obligations that you kind of think, "Hang on a second here, is this what I actually want to be doing?" And but I think possibly, uh, to my uh, ignorant eye, uh, women seem to carry more responsibility with them than men. Women seem to be more aware of, like, I can't do this because this person will be affected and that person will be affected. And it's just, like, women seem to be more aware of the consequences of their actions. Right. Do you think there is a difference there? Or do you think that's just the women that you know? Do you know what I mean? Do you... I, only, I only know two, you and my wife. <laughs> that's the only women I know. No, but I just mean, like, do you wonder if, like, is there could be some men that... Are responsible as well. Yeah. Of course, yeah. But just, I suppose, say the way women are with friendship, yeah. loyalty and talking and listening and logistics and yapping and, yeah. you know, the, the vibes <laughs> that women would send each other uh, that need paying attention to. Yeah. You haven't phoned me in a week. Why not? Yeah, that, what's wrong with What's you? wrong with you? Why didn't you phone me? And I was doing this for you and I done yeah. for you. And thought you, we were friends. I yeah. thought we were friends. And yeah. was fellas to, I met a friend of mine from Canada there about two weeks ago. I haven't seen him in three years. And mm. I met him for a coffee. And that was it. Yeah. That's perfect. And you didn't... There's no need to be phoning. And it's done now. It's, it's done, done now. 
And that's it. You probably won't see him for another three years. Maybe not. I'll see him when I see him. But uh, you know what I mean? So I'm just wondering in terms of that thing of drastically changing your life and myself and Hector dreaming of road. Myself and Hector yeah. would dream of... Maybe there's always been an adventurous streak in us, Tommy, because yes. we couldn't wait to get out of Navin. Yeah. Even though we love Navin. I love oh, it to the bottom best, of my heart. Best I, town ever. Like, I mean, I, I, I left Navin at is 16. Is there any gold in Navin, is there? Oh, zinc. There's, yeah. zinc. there's zink and there's... Is there's, it worth anything? There's ore and zinc and... Mm-hmm. Stop with the beer. Is zinc the same stuff that you take in tablet form? Yeah, you do. It's good for you. There's men yeah. There's men four miles underground <laughs> licking zinc. That's how good it is for you. Yeah. They lick zinc. Same thing. The zinc it? lickers. <laughs> In that. <laughs> well, I suppose everybody is. I don't know. Like, I, I... You get to a point, like, I suppose it just depends on your work, maybe. And I'm enjoying the, my life at the minute with work. Oh, well, then. But then, yeah. You know, obviously, maybe 10 years ago, I might have wanted to go and do other things and... But it's it's different. But you see, you can. Now you're just getting old, and you're afraid that you're going to be here forever. No, no I don't. What What did she say? I don't. That's you're just you're. No, I. Is you're you're at a kind of a midlife crisis point in your life. Possibly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, do, we, do we strike you as old, Teresa? Uh, some of you more than others. Um, do you think that she? Dreamers, we're dreamers. Dreamers, dreamers. You're multi-dimensional. Dreamers, aren't you? You've got a lot of facets to your life. I'd love to be a watchmaker. I'd love to be a watchmaker in Switzerland, sitting in a little workshop in Switzerland making watches. You could be working pirate. For, for a while I wanted to do that. But then, because I, I worked in a jeweller shop and I was fascinated by making jewellery and making watches and I'm I'm fascinated by, I've loads of watches. Can I ask I you a question? love how they're, the you're, you're, you're mad for Rolex and stuff like that. Can I ask you a question? You're a watch person. I'm absolutely, I'm, I kind of You'd love an old Rolex, wouldn't you? Yeah. I'd like to have me if or three I'd like of them. to yeah, I'd like to be able to make things like Okay. You can like I love I love getting stuff in a f- shop that's flat packed and making it. Oh yeah. I like that's fixing things, like a breaking husband. things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if only. Did you see the new robot that they're trying to make give him expressions? They've a they've a robot shoulder and heads and they're trying to give the robot um human ex- get him to portray yeah. human uh, emotions. So he's there like you know, moving facial expressions. Well, well if, if, if the robot's going to be a real man and he spends a lot of time looking out the window and when the <laughs> wife asks the robot what's wrong, he goes, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just say nothing and yes. I have a question time. for you. You worked in a jeweller's. Yes. What, what would be the best way to rob a jeweller's? Oh, Jesus. I, I was in the shop one day on my own and there was this fellow. Would I, would I need a gun? Uh, You'd need a mask. I'd say... I'd say jewellers probably one of the hardest places to rob no, because there's, there's, there's panic it's buttons everywhere. Where are the panic buttons? Well, I can't tell you that. There's, then. there's only there's one panic way to rob a jeweller's, everywhere. Tommy, that's walking in with a sledgehammer. Uh, okay. You'd need to, you couldn't if rob I, it at night. Okay. There'd be no point in robbing a jeweller's no, shop I'd at night. i broad, broad daylight. You'd have to go in when, there's, when it's there because all the jewels are hidden away at night, all the expensive yeah. stuff. What do you mean they're fucking hidden? They're hidden they're away in the shop. No, they're put into a big safe. With a special number in it? No, with a big massive, like a big head, like one you'd see in a big bank. I get the lads who took the fucking the cash machines out of the wall up in Gavin. <laughs> with the JCB, yeah. There was an awful you have space. To drive it straight you have to through see that the word to use it. There was a space of the robber cash machine robberies. Yeah. Just go in and dig it out. Isn't uh, that, isn't your that best genius? Time... Fe- fella driving three miles an hour in the getaway car <laughs> yeah, with a forklift going down the road. My name is John Mannion. I've been working with JCBs for 37 years. I'd say your best time to do, to do it would be during the day. During the day. Now, if I didn't have a gun, say I just brought in a, a woman's head. <laughs> <laughs> you just press the panic button and wait for the guards. Tommy, you walk in with a, with a hammer. 
and you sledge the oh, fuck's sake, you, you, right and you just sledge the thing and then you pilfer and then you put loads into a yeah, bag but and I then d- you run I d- and then somebody up the street goes well Tommy how are you I don't, I'd end up with glass that I thought was diamonds. Yeah, you would. Yeah, um, get, so the, the panic button, can I just ask you, uh, when you go into a jeweller's with a hammer, right, uh, and the person behind the counter presses the panic button, what what does the panic button do? It, it calls the guards. It calls the guards? Yeah. Straight to the guard station. And, but, and do the guards know that when this phone number comes up, the jewellery shop has been robbed. Yeah, well, so <laughs> there used to be, cause, or, 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 so they're or, or, down low sometimes, kids would press them, you know, if they were walking okay. around with, with their parents at the shop, the guards would come down about a half an hour later, is everything all right here? Uh, yeah, it so is. So you have a half an hour before the <laughs> rapid response unit hits Arrives, the yeah. Um, I was in the shop one day on my own and this fella was like w- walking up and down the street the opposite side and he kept walking. He was casing the joint. That's a technical term, Larita. Yes. Thanks, Detective Hector. <laughs> Detective and uh, Hector. he, he Dector. De- Dector. Yeah, That's new male TV Caucasian show. 41. Dector. He came in Case anyway, in eventually joint. walked across the street, started looking in the window. I was kind of like, this fella fucking, is he with someone else? Or yeah. And then I real, soon realised he was just a bit mental. Ashtok. And he came into the shop and he went, what time is it? And I said, it's 10 to 3. And... Uh, he just ran out of the shop again. So okay. he's obviously mental. Would bit. you get, like, it, it would have to be worth your while to rob a jeweller's. Like, could you, would you? You'd have to know what you're looking for because yeah, yeah. you could you could end up getting a load of shite. Yeah. Could you, in a normal jeweller, normal town jeweller's, would you, would there be half a million worth of stuff that, in a sh- in that? Uh, Not really? 100, 200,000? Yeah. There, yeah. Are, there would be, yeah. A quarter of a million. Yeah, depending, and they could have diamonds. It depends on the cabinet. You could hit the right cabinet if you want to attack the right. You want the engagement ring and the wedding rings, isn't that what we're looking for? The diamonds and the nice foppy. What we need to do is we need to do uh, a PowerPoint presentation on which cabinet and what kind of watches, depending on watches. Strike it with a hammer. What would you be looking for if you went in? I just want adrenaline. That's all. Adrenaline, right? I'll ask you then. If you go in and you say you, you get get some stuff and you've robbed the shop. The, ne- the hardest part for a criminal is the next hour. What's your <laughs> where would you where would you hiding your, place? What's your plan for the next hour as you exit the shop in broad daylight in the main street in Ballina? I but first of all, I'd I'd run out of the shop. With are all, are, are with you the, Tommy Tiernan or are you dressed up as somebody else? I'm dressed like Derek Ryan. I've a Derek Ryan. They're the country singer. I've a Derek Ryan mask on me. <laughs> okay. So what's the next step then, Tommy? What's your getaway? Well, I see. I I want would you to go on foot or by car. I want to confuse everybody. So instead of a hammer, I'd go in with a dead cat. Right. In a go, bag? Yeah. No, in me fist. Right. And I'd put the dead cat on the counter. And then I'd take the hammer. No, the cat is dead. The cat is dead. And people would just go, what the... F-? And then I'd take out the hammer. And I'd, uh, I'd... I would need help or advice. So I'd have to ask the lady behind the counter, which stuff should I steal? Right. And she'd... Would you tell me? If your life was in danger... I'd give you the shitty stuff. Would you really? Yeah. You'd be that brave. Yeah, you'd sure. No, you wouldn't obviously know. You send them off to the Casio camp. You wouldn't go if you if, I, if you were asking. You would. You I'd don't. be on the road with those old digital watches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you were asking, you wouldn't know what you're looking for, so you'd give There's them the no, bad stuff. So go on. So then I'd I'd I'd, I'd say no. I I'd somehow it. come up with a bag of stuff. Would you say stick them up? It's a robbery. What? Huh? Stick it up. Stick them up. It's stick, a robbery. Stick it up. I say brought the kettle. I'm robbing this place. <laughs> Alright, everyone stay quiet I'm robbing this okay. Got joint. I, I just go Shh, say nothing <laughs> And then I'd take all the stuff But I'd burst out With, with my bag full of jewels And I'd just go I'd shout I'd go Living the life Living the life 
Eric Ryan is living the life. <laughs> and, then, and then you'd have an accordion on your back and you start playing a tune. I'd go busking. you go busking. <laughs> <laughs> Live tonight in the Mount Falcon for Derek Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Did anyone see a suspicious man dressed like Derek Ryan? And then and people, no, but I saw a busker walk. <laughs> you'd never be caught. You'd never be caught. Tommy, if you, you, you hang on. If you robbed a jeweler shop in a Derek Ryan mask and then went outside, and took it off, I started, bu- I started busking. The, the guards would never think that you just. Stayed inside the shop again today. They have all the roads closed. Give us a Derek Ryan song. What's a Derek Ryan song? Revving them up and the little day. Revving them up and me ringing them up and the ringing them up. The rapid response out of all the CSI tape around the shop. And across 50 yards across the street is the guy. You can love me like you want. You can love me twice tomorrow. Next time. The next time we got fucking Opry LaDaniel, I'd be draped in fucking juice. Ladies and gentlemen, Derek Ryan. He's like fucking Tupac. 20 watches and rings and everything. I'm like fucking Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Did somebody say, Stop the world eat. and let me off. You'd have a new song out about watches. <laughs> and the cops would be all outside going, I fucking love Derek Ryan. I fucking love tonight, he is. He's playing. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. <laughs> Talking about changing your life and stuff, if you were to be a teacher for a day, what subject would you teach? That's a great question. So, so I teach, I'll tell you what I teach uh, both of you. <laughs> Thanks. Dreaming. Right, so your class would be? D- d- dreaming. Yeah, Mr. Tiernan, 11 o'clock, the dream class. Dreaming. So what I do is I get... Uh, All right, lads. There'd be no school bags allowed into the room. <coughs> so you'd have to leave your school bags outside. Right. Fellas just come in. There'd be no desks. Yeah. And then I just say, close your eyes for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then in your own time, tell me what you see. And it'd be like a Quaker meeting. Do you want at a Quaker meeting, people only speak when they've something to say. Oh, interesting. So a fella be closing his eyes and he might say, I'm in Old Trafford and uh, I'm running the New England. It's Robbie Keane, is it? 
I'm an old trapper and I'm running down the wing. And I'm shouting to Bruno, feet, feet. And he crosses the ball over to me. And I score a fucking bicycle kick. Good, and, good lad, young Roger. And I run over to the crowd and I open my arms and it's, it's all young ones from the Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all looking at me. And then I, then I get embarrassed because I have a horn. <laughs> and I spot my mother in the crowd and she starts to cry. And I look over my dad and he's punching his own brother in the face. <laughs> And I look over, I look over my shoulder, and there's eight dogs coming towards me. Three of them look like Pep Guardiola. (laughs) And I, I look down, and I, I look down, and I see that me Man United top has disappeared. But I have a zip in my chest, and I pull the zip down, and I take out my heart, and it's in the shape of Inishir. That's what I teach. What would yeah. you have given them Dreaming. beforehand? Dreaming. Because you imagine, yeah, asking young lads or young ones, just close your eyes. And tell me what you see. Yeah. Dreaming. Dream. Dream. Do you know what you mean? Yeah. Dream. So I was talking to my uh, Native American friend again last oh, night. And I, you know, he slags me for travelling the world and going, I, 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 I was there. He just he goes through other people's I, I minds. I was talking to a lad the other night. I was talking to somebody the other night. I met a lad the other day and I met this, like, I Jesus wonder, Christ, Tommy, you're like fucking meeting more people than I travelled around Did you ring him on the phone? Or? Where, 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 where is he living? Above in the house? No, he lives in... Uh, he lives in your mind. That's where he lives. He lives in your mind. <laughs> yeah, because he lives you in number be. two, tier and drive. He lives... Uh, he's part of the Micmac Nation. Right. And he lives in it's Northern the, Ontario. It's the Micmac. It's not Micmac, the fucking great footballer. Micmac. It's the Micnac. Micmac. Mic, it's, it's the... M-I-C-M-A-K. M-A-Q. No, it's not. No, M-I-C. No. I was with the Micnac people. No, I, what? Was? They're, they're, on, they're up around Toronto. What are they called? The, the, Micmac. They're not... It's not Micmac well, like the great fucking horde of Limerick. It's the Micmac, Micmac people. <laughs> Micmac. It's, it's not. M-I-C-M-A-Q. G. Q. Micmac. Micmac. Are you sure it's Q, I did a thing. I started this story, but you can take it over now. Do you know what they have? No, but they have. He knows got, more of them than no, you. No, they have Indians got talent. I think. That's another story down the line. They have what? what? They, Indians got talent. They have an Indian. India or they, Indians? They have a thing like Indi- Indian Indians got talent. They had a reservation talent contest, and I met the winner of it. And what did he do? <laughs> Evan was telling me this is going to be great. We're going to meet meet the Mi'kmaq people and the, uh, the Mi- Mi'kmaqs. There's one of the indigenous, one of the First Nation people of Canada, Mick Moss, not right. the Mick Max. That's a hurler from fucking Limerick, <laughs> Mickey Mac. Right. So he was there. We were we were travelling through. Uh, we came out of Nova Scotia. We were going up through Saskatchewan. We were travelling through Bulgaria on our way to Kilmallock. They meet the Mick people. They're living in the back of Moonkine there, all right. And he said, "We're going to meet the lad who's won um, uh, Indians. Uh, Indians got Indians have got talent or something." He said, "But they'd never called themselves Indians." No, that was First Nation fucking celebrity fucking. I don't yeah. know. Who wants to be a mix talent. <laughs> it was like it, it was like Indian. If some day the name and something got talent. Was this a televised thing or? Just I have a it on telly. I'll show it to you and I play the clip. It's a I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll get the audio. Get to the good part of the story. So I said yeah. to Evan, "This is great." He's going. You're going to meet the dad on the reservation who won a young lad. He's supposed to be brilliant, and he's won the talent contest. What did he do? Uh, and I said, this is going to be fucking amazing. He's going to be dressed up like a chief and it's going to be out by fires and you have that massive headrest on him. Like, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. All I wanted to do was... That's all I wanted. I Once I fucking heard that... I Why, was gone. he a drummer? 
No, what? that's 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 the beat. That's the beat. Yes, but what did he do? That's the beat of an Indian fucking reservation when I'm coming in horseback. And I know, but what hey, the hell did he win? Huh? He so What I, did he do? So I said, he's going to. What's he going to do? He says he's going to perform, and I was there. This is so exciting! I'm going to meet the fucking winner of this competition. And then when I got there, I saw a lad in a tracksuit with a black fucking black tracksuit. He's like this gothic head and I'm like skateboarder head dude. <laughs> and I went up the road. And Evan said, "That's the lad who won it there." And he's like. How are you? How are you? I said, okay, good. <laughs> and he had the hoodie up and everything. He looked like a 16-year-old. He's like, yeah, did you win that competition? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> and he went, I said, okay, so here we are with, what's your first name? And he goes, Connor. And I said, Connor. Connor, is he Irish? <laughs> Fail him. <laughs> I don't know why. He's just, he, he wasn't dressed up like a First Nation person. So I said, what did you win? And then... <laughs> He said, okay, we're going to go for this. And Roscoe was, going, <laughs> Roscoe was rolling the fucking eyes. And Evan was going, I don't know. I don't know. Let's just go with this. And so and I said, and then he just, he picked up a small little bow run. And he just went. <laughs> what the fuck? I tried to keep it together. And I went, and he went, you are my you. It broke me that day. It broke me because I was so looking forward to meeting this fucking Mi'kmaq. Oh, my mom. Tell him, show, show us what he was doing again. He was like, he had a small little boot on with a fucking, uh, one of them dream catchers on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he was dressed like a skateboarder with a hoodie up and he just pissed off to me. there, 16 year old and fucking teenager. And I thought he was going to blow my mind and he just went. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> You are my and I am you. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, someone's got talent. Indians got talent. So, so uh, just, just uh, for, for clarification, who's is your phone? Are you online there? Yeah. Oh, Did you list of Native American tribes? Okay, so there's the Navajo, the Sioux, the Comanche, the yeah. There's the there's the uh, list of Native yeah. American tribes. First Nation Canada, because most of the most of the First Nation people so, came from Canada. So the people around Saskatchewan, Nova Scotia, and the, the Mi'kmaq. So the which Mi'kmaq. ones are you looking Tommy for? Tommy says it's the Mickey Mac. No, the Mi'kmaq, I say. M-I-C-M-A-Q. And I say it's the Mi'kmaq. Why don't I just put that word okay, in? Okay, I'll M-I-C. get it. Yeah. It's the Mi'kmaq. It's the Mi'kmaq. 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 M-I-C. And then a different word, M-A-Q. That's what I my friend is. Because he's, I, he's I, I Google First Nation all the time. So it's M-I apostrophe K. M A K. Yeah, Micmac. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you are. They're the first. Yeah. And look up Hector's one, the Micmac. So spell it there, please. M I and then K M A Q. Yeah, Micmac. That's not them. That's not them. Micmac. Micmac. Well, these are from Canada. Okay, we'll, but we'll go beg on to this. We'll, 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 we'll beg, we'll yeah, beg to differ. Right. So anyway, I was talking to my Native American friend last night, and um, he was asking me, how many hours a week do you work in order to. Get your money to pay all your bills, right? And I would, I, I say, what's that? Like a lot of people in the country, if you factor in the travelling and all that type of stuff and getting ready and all that, well, you'd be most Irish people. I said, would work somewhere between thirty-five and forty hours a week. That's mm. their work in order to provide them with a standard of living. And I says, how about you boys? And he says, well, back in the day, we would have done maybe three, three or four hours work a week. 
A week? Yeah. And what that, kind of work did they do? Hunting. Oh, and yeah. that would have gotten us enough food for the week. We had the teepees, mm. um, but the three or four hours of hunting would have done us for the week. And we spent the rest of the time walking around, chatting and strengthening family and tribal bonds through conversation, play, gossip, laughter, fun and stories. laughter. So we're, yes. we, we're working too much. Well, I'm just saying what my friend said, but it's something worth bearing in mind that maybe we're paying a... Could you manage to work... Would you manage to have a living here working three or four hours a week? Well, if you, I don't know if you're posting the late late show or something, maybe. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, that, that'd be... Like, you the know. thing there is, is yeah. But it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing. I mean, you, you can't transfer I mean, one to the other. No. But you, you, can, you can't say, okay, well, I'm only going to work four hours a week now and whatever happens, happens. But you can say, well... Maybe we're on the wrong track here. Well, like when you hear people... Or, down or a tougher track. We're when, on a tougher track. When you hear the 60 or 70 hours a week slog. But is that because... 50 hours a week. What have you done this week? I'll do a 90 hour a week. I'll do an eight. Well, that's just... They, cut. That your friend and his, his people, um, they didn't have much... The outside world didn't affect them, in a way. They were living in the outside world. I know, but they were kept to themselves in the tribe... They just needed food. Like we live a different life here. We live totally. more of a social life. Where we're not living. We don't. We don't. We're not live, independent. <coughs> we don't live more of a social life. Do you know what I mean? That they, 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 they're highly social, highly social creatures. Yes, yeah. within their own tribe. But you yes. we're but but their own. But like we're, we're, we we can't live within our own selves yeah, but all the, the time. Yeah, but, but we're within our own tribe, but we're not doing the things they are doing. They're not sitting around a fire talking. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. They're not going out to catch... There could be 10,000 people in that tribe. Yeah, I know. But they live inside the tribe. They don't go to the outside world to get work. No, they trap... He was talking about uh, his grandfather and his early life. So he's talking about life... He's not talking about life on the reservation now. He's talking about life as it was on the reservation. On the reservation now, do they have jobs in the centre of the city? Do. Some, some of them do. Some of them, yeah. Some of them, yeah. <coughs> some of them don't. It's Why a, it's though? Because it's, it's a tougher life. Yeah. I'm just saying... I'm, I'm not saying we can go back, but I'm just saying it's just worth... I suppose the only time we come together as tribes, really, and, and come together with that some that common thing <laughs> is when we go to the local pagapitch and we're doing our sport. And, yeah. But the, the basics of, of sitting around, going out and doing three or four hours work to make sure that they're, they're food and they've got the fire and that's, it, and 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 that's it for the day. But that's they're 60, the most 70 things. years ago in Ireland we lived like that. Yes. Um, people people the they, they milked their cow, they killed yeah, yeah. The, the chickens, they yes. saved the turf, mm, yes. they cut the hay. Yes. That, that was their life then. We basically lived as a tribe 70, 80 yeah, years ago. Good point. Yeah, good point. I just think, I just think we're, we can't moonwalk our way out of this. Um, but we are stuck in we're in a consumer society. We've well, you can because you're going to moonwalk out of this life that you have now. When I'm your not kids are suicide, Larissa. I'm, I'm just talking about it when I'm no, sixty. But you're going back into your. No, I'm saying that's a, that's the, the dream. Wild. That's no. the dream. No more than the young fella closing his eyes and find himself in Old Trafford. That's yeah. my dream: is to be traps in the road with my beautiful wife. Would you wife build a little me. shack or something to live in? Lovely. I met a fella a few years ago who uh, he, he trained as a chef. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he had a few adventures around the world, and then he got himself a barrel-topped wagon. He spent four years with a man down in County Kerry, training how to work yes. a horse on the road with a barrel-top wagon. Lovely, and like he a spends wagon. and he spends mm. his life doing that now. He cooks. He spends his life doing He now. cooks out the back of it. Yeah, and he lives to earn it. a living 
and that's his life. A baratop wagon. I've seen the loads of them. People are people people are redoing up those wagons now, like like sawn To live in them all your life. Like. Yeah, imagine that. Just clop down. Well, you you don't have to be thinking about it all your life. No, but, I mean, but like you can day be thinking about day. now. I want to do I this mean, now. Day to day stuff. Yeah. Would I, you I, manage I, to do that? Would I manage? The my wife is very good at horses. I'd be more of a storyteller than a sh- yeah, chef. Yeah, but you would manage. You would manage. <laughs> well, I don't think you'd make a lot of I think money sitting out the, the life. Back of it. I think you'd manage the life. I wouldn't think you'd be able to run the wagon and 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 run and run the. No, the wife would do that. I'd the, be there. The wife would be. Doing I'd it. have to be having a rest in the afternoon, getting ready yeah, for the show. Once the fire is done, well, yeah, well, she could bring you to your show. Sit by the fire. That's what you you come into your own then at evening time. By yeah. six o'clock. the fire tends the fire. That's but, what you should <clears> do. You know, when you go on, when you're going around the country doing your gigs, you should. Do take that approach and go and live in a caravan. Here house. comes the, the wagon, wagon, the wonderly, wonderly wagon. It's the most unusual wagon you'll ever see. And there's Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> On that ultra positive note, thank you very much for listening and we'll be talking to you soon. One more thing, we wanted to give you a taste of what to expect if you sign up for our members-only episode on a Monday. Exclusive and ad-free. Find out all the details on thlpod.com forward slash members only. (laughs) Tell me now, so this is a big weekend for you, Larita. uh, A big couple of weeks. Right. In that you'll soon be the only Lady Blewett. uh, on the island. Left in Ireland. I said goodbye to my sister this morning. Gone. She's off. She's gone on Saturday. She'll be, by the time this podcast goes out, she is now going to be in America. It's fucking hard, like. Mm, it's And especially in January, a long old month. Uh, yeah. Straight and after Christmas. My other sister is gone. She's now. Which is which was the good looking one? <laughs> that's me, Tommy. That's me. <laughs> you're, mixing, you're mixing me here, up here, with the rest Tommy, of I'll show you on Facebook. You're, you're mixing <laughs> You're mixing me up. Brenda's gone to Brussels. So she's right. there now, living that there. That sounds like a porn movie. That's a classic. She's a young diplomat who rides her way around the European Union. What is it? Brenda goes to Brussels. <laughs> Debbie does Dallas. That's a brilliant fucking name for a porn movie. Is he there right? Your man from Germany, the <laughs> Chancellor of the Exchequer. A couple of sprouts in our mouth. <laughs> Brendan goes to Brussels. Brendan goes to Brussels. You say that to her now, won't you? She'd kill you. She'd say she might hear us. Um, or, or then, so Katrina, then, I don't, this doesn't sound porno, pornographic because yeah. Katrina's going to Atlanta. No, that's, that's no, not That's Atlanta. safe enough. No. So she's gone. They're gone that's now. That's mental. Yeah. Lock, stock and barrel. My father is devastated. Absolutely devastated. Ah, his two girls. Gone, yeah. Well, you're still here but you know. He's <laughs> not that, <laughs> that bothered <laughs> about me. Yeah. The good looking one is gone. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that taste of our members only episode. To find out more head to www.thlpod.com forward slash members only. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.